0: Great. Jesus, Jesus, somebody need to call him. 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 I call him this morning. I call him last night. I call him this morning. I call him last night. Deliver, provider, sustainer, healer. My friend, friend. Dream, dream, he's a lawyer in the cold room, doctor in the sick room, Jesus, 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 hey, Jesus, hey. You up with food and
1: food. Hallelujah!
2: Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and good morning. Wow, thank you so much, praise team. Well, we are here now to the 8 a.m. services, the conclusion of our very busy, but very exciting and rewarding weekend. We have honored our pastor, Dr. Joshua Joydera, Senior, for 25 years of service. Amen? Amen. So, I have the honor this morning to pay tribute to Pastor Dara in a different way. Um, All weekend, and, and should I say for 25 days, you've heard from various ministries talking about how he has led them and how he has challenged them and how he has encouraged them, but do you really know about the visionary, the man behind all of what you see and what you hear? I have tossed and turned and told about how I can come before you to tell you about this wonderful man. Um, I actually prepared myself and sitting down with him a few weeks ago, uh, Mary Smith and I spent some time with him and just said, Pastor, tell us from your point of view about your your walk, your journey in this ministry. Some of it was surprising to me and some of it I'd heard at all before and so have you you've heard all about his, his trip here, or he came here to the United States and he started off at Riverside, California, where he went to school to study music. He moved on to Fort Worth, Texas. He moved on to Southern University's Law School in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And then he moved on to Fayetteville, Arkansas, where he began to practice law. And thank God he found his way back to Louisiana, here in central Louisiana. And that was in 1996 he told us. And there was a special young lady who is still here today and she's my rider every morning to church, Georgia Humphrey, who was his coworker. He invited him to be a part of the Black History program here at Zion Hill. He was excited about it. Wonderful, wanted to, you know, his opportunity to come and meet the people here at Zion Hill. And she asked him to give perspective of black history from the African point of view. So he geared up for that, he planned for it, and unfortunately it was a rainy day and he says there was only about eight people there. But he called one particular person, one deacon who stood out to him, who took the time to come out and greet him in the rain, and I think you all know him, it's Deacon Joe McCarty. He came in the rain, and greeted Pastor Dara, and he thought that that was something very, very special, that this man took the time out in the rain to come and greet him, so that his first impression of Zion Hill was one that was rememberable. So later on that year, thank God, he became the pastor of Zion Hill Church. And from that point forward, the 25-year journey began. So I ask him, him, and you have heard, that he goes by this acronym, FFF. He talks about his faith, he talks about being fruitful, and he talks about his family. Those are the three things that guides him as a minister, as a pastor. And I just wanna say, I see that as a leader. You can't be a visionary without being that leader you can't be a leader without having a vision. I think they come hand in hand. I personally look at Pasadera as a role model. I used to think a long time ago that church shouldn't be ran like a business. Huh. I found different, absolutely. It's no different than running a government organization. It's no different than running higher education. It's no different than running a Fortune 500 company. You, my fellow Zion Hill members, you are his customer. The Central Louisiana community is his customer. The world is his customer. He has put Zion Hill on the map globally. So I asked him, Pastor Dara, tell me about all of your accomplishments. And he talked about at 500 Baptist Street where there was some renovation, did a lot in the basement, changing out windows, all kind of things that they did there. He also talked about how he's proud of the fact, or and I don't want to use that word, where he's boastful, but the fact that he's introduced women, women into the ministry, or he has allowed them to serve here. That's one of his accomplishments. He also talked about transportation. We now have vans that can go all over this community to pick up people to come here to serve God, to worship God, to be a part of a ministry. We also have a charter bus that that takes us to places that we probably have never been before. I have people calling me all the time, and that's, that's a blessing. They're calling me to say, hey, how do I get in touch with your church for your bus? He has created for us avenue for people to come in and to worship and be who they are. Pasadera gives of himself selfishly. I have a goal I heard several years ago um, TD I was listening to TD Jake one morning getting ready for work and he talked about an effective leader. Pasadera is an effective leader. Not just a leader when I say effective leader he's humble He allows people to serve. He puts you in places and he gives you the power and the will to do what he has asked to do. Now, he challenges you. Absolutely, he challenges you. He challenges me. Something different. You know, I come to the table all the time when I talk about planning some events. And he may say, well, Sister Harris, we we can do a little bit more. Not knowing, you know, exactly what, what, what are you talking about, Pastor. I think I've come up with this idea And it never fails me. He has something that can top what I've thought about. And he doesn't tell me how to get it done from A to Z. He just gives me the idea and tells me to run with it. He allows me to be that person, to carry his vision. He's allowing each and every one of us to do the same. Pasadera, as I mentioned, is humbled. I'm participating in a leadership class right now through the University of Louisiana system. And we have been assigned various books to read. And the last one was a book called Good to Great. When I sat down with him him a couple weeks ago, he talked about how he's always reading the five-star church. He's learning constantly. An effective leader never gives up on learning. They always want to see what's new and what's latest. And that good to great book that I read talked about the humble leader who gives of himself. There was one particular leader of a Fortune 500 company who for 20 years worked hard, hard, hard and heartlessly going through chemo, going through all kinds of medical treatments, but he never gave up. And I heard my pastor last night talk about his medical conditions. And he's here today y'all, he's 25 years. And we know his family has probably told him, you need to back off. You need to maybe pull back a little bit. But it's his faith. Remember the three F's? It's his faith in God that he tells us that keeps him going. Because he knows if he's doing God, God's work, God's got him. He also talked about family and how much it's important to him. And Sister Elizabeth talked about that as well. They have five children who are all successful. He kept that close-knit, even though he was here to serve us for 25 years, he kept his family together, he encouraged his kids. On last night we heard from his son, from Josh, about how he had to think about dad or pastor and he finally realized that yes, they are one in, in the same. But he encouraged his kids to be great To be excellent he's giving us that same love he's giving us that opportunity to excel yes he's a little rough sometimes and i tease him about that he fusses sometimes but that's what dad does that's what he does to make sure that you're going to accomplish those goals so i would just like to say pastor dara thank you so much for the leader that you are for the visionary that you are for the role model model that you are, for all of us who maybe sit in these positions when we leave here on Sunday and on Monday morning, we're in our offices and just wondering. I can always hear him say, if you have to go to the restroom just to say a prayer, and I've done it, y'all. I've stepped away and I went in that restroom and I say, Lord, I'm here because you placed me here. And he always talks about, your will and your power on top of with god's superpower and you're going to be able he's going to equip you with whatever you need to do the job so i thank you pastor Darrow, for encouraging us and y'all 25 years there's some of you who's sitting out there you've went to my office the human resources office and said it's time to hang the hat up i ask him what's next you hear him talk about it all the time he's going to build that center for the youth y'all He's going to make it happen. We're going to see commercial activity around here. He talked about them all. He has a vision. He's not done. He's not done. So I thank you again, Pastor Dara, and I ask you all as a congregation to continue to lift him up in prayer and his wife. She is so supportive. She is there all the time. Through, through the hard times, the good times, she is there with him. So this man who God has placed in our life, to he- here to lead us, this visionary, we are so grateful and so thankful for Pasadera. At this time, I, not on, I am not the only one who would like to thank Pasadera for all that he's done. We have a special presentation from a few of the ministers in the community who want to say thank you to Pasadera for all that he has done.
3: Happy 25th anniversary, my friend Joshua. I know that a part of your vision, part of your church's vision, is to make our world a better place. And the way that we make our world a better place is we make our world a better place one life at a time. And I'm just one of the many hundreds of thousands of lives that you have touched and make better. I want you to know that I cherish your friendship and I value the leadership that you provide through your church. It makes such a difference in our community. I'm so glad we partnered together years ago with the Man Up for God conference. And then since that time, the many times that you and Anthony Mangan and I met and planned the National Day of Prayer. I treasure your friendship. I always enjoy watching you on television because you minister to my soul, but not only to mine, but thousands of others. Happy anniversary. You know what we should say. Pastor Dara, Sister Elizabeth, Josephine and I want you to know that we love you, we appreciate you. And we thank God for bringing you this way. Thank God for you and the your family. Uh, Keep this in mind for us. Keep your head and your heart going in the right direction, and you will never have to worry about your feet. Always remember, the world needs you and the purpose for which you were born. We love you. Keep up the good work.
4: Congratulations to the both of you. On this
5: special day, God be with you, friend. I wanted to congratulate you and sister Elizabeth there on such a great accomplishment of 25 years of pastoring that great church there in Pineville. That beautiful building y'all have built that sits there on the freeway. That every time I drive by it makes me thrilled to know that you and Sister Dara call me or give me the honor of being your pastor. What a great honor. But it's not about me today. It's about you and Sister Elizabeth. And I congratulate you and that great church. I hope you have a great celebration. Hope you have a great move of God. And as your pastor, I love you and I appreciate you very much. I love you. Have a great time celebrating. Hey, it's Rick Brewer, president of Louisiana College. And uh, what a joy to be able to join you today in celebrating Pastor Joshua Joy Darrow Sr., one of my best friends and, and colleagues in ministry and in education, and certainly a leader among leaders. You're blessed, I don't have to tell you how much you're blessed to have uh, Pastor Darrow there serving. What a visionary, what a leader, and, and what a friend. And so congratulations, Josh, you and your family, uh, your beautiful, wonderful wife and your children and your extended family, just wonderful people who make a difference for the kingdom in this community and all over the world. And we're just blessed to be a part of it. So enjoy this 25th anniversary and I I pray that uh, the next 25 years will be even greater. The best is yet to come, don't ever forget that. God bless you, keep pressing on.
0: something special on the inside of you and it's time for you to manifest there's purpose there's goals there's ministry there's a calling and it's time for you to become everything God has designed and created you to be got my brother Pastor Michael Lampkin my sister Pastor Sand Franklin joining me purpose let's prophesy pregnant possibilities Possibilities. Possibilities. Now, 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 birthing. Now, birth A new traveling. Sometimes it don't feel too good, to but you have gotta get to that promise. For Anew. Anew. So let's prophesy.
3: Out of somebody. Your
0: future, your future say it, say it. Future. Your promises your promise shall be fulfilled. Shall be I'm not worried about you. it. It's gonna be fulfilled. shall be fulfilled. Yes, you my brother, yes, you my sister. You shall obtain it. For it must come to pass.
3: God, thank you, Lord, for the presence of you. Good morning, good morning. And I'm Minister Destin Harris. I'm here to do the special offering. You can get excited about that. This is the next thing to the word He'll giving. Oh, y'all can do better than that. <laughs> Praise God. 25 years of a faithful servant. 25 years. This is a special offering. This offering is for the pastor and his wife only. And if you're here to give up your tithes, your tithes will be taken as usual at the back of the church, after the church, and your offering. This is a special offering at this time. We have special envelopes at this moment. If you need one, you can raise your hand up, please, and they can all bring you one, whatever the case may be. I would not miss this opportunity to, to give. Believe me. This is an opportunity for us, as Paul has stated in the Bible. That some people lack opportunity, but God has given us opportunity to be a blessing to the man of God. Praise God. Please raise your hands if you need one. Also, if you're watching online, it is an opportunity that you can participate. You can go to www.zionhill.com. You can go to the Giving tab, go to the right of yourself, and go to the bottom. It say Pastor and You hit that, and you can participate. And this blessing too. Amen. I must say that um, this opportunity um, to give to our pastor, because he has been a blessing to myself and my family, personally. Um, I can't tell you how much I have grown underneath his ministry over 27 years and serving under him. And all the times that he has corrected me, chastised me behind the scenes or whatever way, indirectly when he says something. If you've been serving this ministry, you know when he's talking to you in an indirect way. But <laughs> see, <laughs> Terrence and, and Matt understand this. But it has been well with my soul. Because the Bible say iron sharpen iron. And he has made me better, and he made me sharper. I can see it in my own self, in my life, on my job, and in my business that I participate in. And I'm and into the details of excellence and patient with people and as you know he is very patient with people that don't come easy he is a man of God but at this moment the word of God brought me to the word and was talking about I think it's Mark 6 I believe and it's talking about Jesus talking about that a prophet is not honored in his own city, his own country in his own house And the word of God spoke to me is that that do not have to be today. Because the Lord at that moment, y'all understand, y'all heard the story several times. That the people had an opportunity to honor that prophet. And you're wondering what is a prophet? Your prophet is someone that is inspired by God, giving a word to him. And he give that word to us, a revelation to inspire us. How many of you know have you been inspired over 25 years? Oh, you can do a better job than that. Some of us living because of the word that he has preached. Some of us have been delivered because of the word that he has preached. I know I have. The average time of a pastor, listen to this, is three and a half to six years as a senior pastor. Let me say it again. The average time is three and a half to six years. We've been blessed in this community with 25 years. Wow. If that's not more than an opportunity to give God glory and to give God praise because he thought of you and me. So he said, I will give you a pastor after my heart. Woo, my God. So he thought of me and you. You thought you chose this church, but God chose you to be at this church. <laughs> so I would gladly to say, my people, that you take this opportunity to be a blessing to this man of God as he has been a blessing to us, him and his wife and his family. They've been consistent. I've been coming to this church over 27 years. I'm just not saying this lightly. I'm just not saying it because he's right there. I have never seen him off his game of preaching the word of God never I can't even say if I heard the same sermon twice how many pastors you can hear and say that if he's not worthy as a prophet and then the bible going further say that we will receive a prophet award if we do this and honor that man of God Ursus, you can come forward I think we're ready to give they look like they're ready Praise God. And online, you can go right now and do it right now and be blessed from this offering. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. We give you praise and we give you glory, Lord. And Lord, we thank you that, God, you give us the opportunity, Father God, to give. That some lack the opportunity, to Father God, but you have given us this opportunity, God. You have given this man of oh God, Lord, for 25 years. And so, Lord, we thank you that, God, you'll give him 25 more, Lord God. Lord, that you will strengthen his health, Father God. Lord, he would not be feeble, Lord God. You will strengthen him, Lord, and his wife and his children. That he continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and his good news that you've given us. And, Lord, we so feel grateful to you, Lord, and we give you all the praise, Lord God. And we give you all the glory, God, only because of your grace and mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's clap our hands like this, everybody, and
0: continue to lift up the name of the Lord this morning and celebrate this man and woman of God. I Eu dai,
3: Keep that praise going this morning. Can we keep that praise going this morning? Come on clap your hands like this. Everybody clap those hands.
0: Hit me one time. Hey! Come on and clap those hands. Clap them like you love the Lord. Y'all look good, good. Don't say, I love to praise Him. I love to praise His name. I love to praise Him. I love to praise His name. Oh, I love to praise. His name. If you don't mind praising Him, come on and say it. I love to praise him. I love to to hey, is there anybody here who don't mind praising God? Yeah, I love to him. Yeah. Come on, say, it. Hey, hey, he's my rock and roll. My rock, my thorn, and I'm a and, and I found God to be oh, me in, me. The in the, of the middle, middle of a world Baby. he'll never, he'll never, let, me never let me down he's just, a jeweler. He's just yeah. a jeweler if you believe it, if you believe it, everybody say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 I love the pray. Hallelujah. Uh, hey hallelujah. hallelujah, yes sir hallelujah. to God Almighty hallelujah. oh hallelujah. hallelujah hey, I love to pray. Hallelujah. Oh, oh. Come you on, y'all hear it now. It's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's my rock, y'all. My rock, my soul, I, my soul. I, my soul. Hey, I found my God to be he's the wheel. in the middle he's the wheel. of a wheel. He's wheel. Hey, I know he'll, I he'll never, never let, me, never down. let yeah. me down. God's just a Jew. A hallelujah, a hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. A hallelujah, a hallelujah, yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus, a hallelujah, good God. A hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Anybody wanna praise him, shout hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I said the reason I love the Lord. I said the reason that I love my God. Has the Lord been good to me? Has the Lord been good to you? Has the Lord been good to you? I have the Lord been good to you. Has the Lord been good to you? I have the Lord been good. Look here. when I look back over my life and see the good that God has done. Oh, when I look back over this year. And see the good that yeah, God has done. You, I, you can't yeah, I, yes, I can't help but, yes, help but clap yes, my hand. Yes, I, can't help but clap my hand. Yes, I can't help but stop my feet. I can't help but have my hand. I can't help but stop my feet. Because the lord been I good to me. Because the Lord's been good to me. Has the Lord been good to you? Has the Lord been good to you? Hallelujah. Praise Him! Hallelujah. Hallelujah! And I, can walk. I got a mountain out showing up in talk I got a mountain I've up in call He's a God that's keeping me alive 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 On the rising of the sun you going down of the same His name is worthy. word it's a word to be praised Oh, and I look back over my life Oh, and I look back over this year 2020 thought it had me down 2020 could have took me out But God did good to me I said, God did good to me I said, the Lord did good to me I said, the Lord been good to me. 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 me Hey! Can't you see I made, I made it? Can't you see I made it? I made it. Anybody here say they made it? made it? Can't we see that you made it? I made say, it. I made it. I made it. I made it.
4: Marie Cofield, and I have the honors of introducing our guest speaker for the hour. Reverend Dr. Johnson Amani is the pioneer and senior pastor of the African Evangelical Baptist Church in Grand Prairie, Texas. The church currently has about 200 in membership. Prior to coming to America, Dr. Johnson Amani was born and grew up in a Baptist home and city of Agbaz Nigeria, where he attended his elementary and high schools at Osagagba and later the Olivet Baptist Ayo. Even though he literally grew up in a Baptist church, it wasn't until he was almost about 25 years of age that he opened his heart to embrace Jesus Christ as his personal savior and Lord at the Yaba Baptist Church in Lagos. That encounter with Jesus dramatically turned his life around with a new identity and purpose, as per 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Soon after, he received the call of God to fulfill the gospel ministry when at the Orita Mepha Baptist Church, Abaddon, Iowa State, where he also found the love of his life, Felicia, to whom he married on July 27, 1974, just two weeks before they both headed to the Nigeria Baptist Theological Seminary at Bamoso, where he received his bachelor's degree in theology. A year after graduating from the seminary, Johnson, his wife, and their one-year-old son, Oluwafemi, were surprised with an opportunity to come to the United States to further their education in Riverside, California. It was also in California that the couple had two other of their children, Ayeloua, and Ibano Luwa, now adults. They also have a beautiful, adorable ten-year-old granddaughter, Dr. Amani's Further academic credentials include a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology, the California Baptist University at Riverside, 1981, Masters of Divinity and Masters of Christian Education, along with a long list of accomplishments and credentials. I am very, very honored today to present to you our guest speaker for the day, Dr. Johnson Amani. Let's give him a hand cup of praise,
0: Lord. I wanna say thank.
6: Good morning, church. I must look strange to you. See me for the first time. I know I'm in a very different atmosphere, but the spirit of the Lord God is right here. I'm so delighted in the Lord, giving me the privilege of being with you this morning. Pastor Joshua and I, with my family, we met in college in 1980. That's 41 years ago. When he came to meet us there at Riverside, California Baptist College, we had our second child, a daughter, whose name is the same, as Pastor Darus Ayo oh. and we fell in love with him because he was a young man playing music very agile very exciting man humble and we had good time together to the glory of God Almighty. We left Golden Gate Church, I mean, yeah, seminary, I mean, I'm sorry, California. We went to Golden Gate. And later on, we came to Texas, Southwestern, where he came to meet us again. And from there, he went to the law school. And we thank God how he got into the ministry. And for the privilege of his coming to this city to continue the work of the Lord. Coming here this morning, we are so blessed already. Because you can clearly see what the Lord God Almighty is doing through his pastorate with the cooperation of all of you. Walking together, serving the Lord Jesus. My wife and I are so much privileged to be here today. And we thank you all for the opportunity that you have given us through your pastor. The word that God has laid on my heart today as a scriptural basis is none other than John's Gospel at chapter 13, that talks about what Jesus did with his disciples. That is a challenge and a commission to every one of us. And it reads thus. John's Gospel, at chapter 13, if you pardon me, I read verse 1 through 17. It says, now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour has come that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his son, which were in the world, he loved them unto the very end. After supper, being ended, the devil, having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father has given him all things into his hands, and that he was come, he has come, he was come from God and went to God. He rose up from supper and laid aside his garments and took a towel and guarded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was guarded. Then comes he to Simon Peter, and Peter said unto him, Lord, will you wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do now, you do not know, but you shall know thereafter. Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus said to him, if I wash not, you are not part of me. Simon Peter said unto him, Lord. Not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, He that is washed needs not save, wash his feet, but is clean everywhere. You are clean, but not all. Verse 11. For he knew who should betray him. Therefore he said, You are not all clean. Verse 12, so after he had washed their feet, and had taken his garments, and was set down again, he said to them, Know ye what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and so you said it well, for so I am. If I, then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash your feet one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done. Verily, verily, I say unto you the servant is not greater than his Lord. Neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. If you know these things, happy are you if you do them. May the Lord God Almighty add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. In Jesus' name. Please let us be seated. Thank you so much. My special greetings and good morning. Their members and worshipers at Zion Hill Baptist Church. What a great privilege and opportunity to be here with you today to celebrate 25 years of ministry marriage between Reverend Dr. Anthony, Dean, Joshua, Ayo, Dara, and this great church, Zion Hill. Obviously, God is doing his work in this place. Being my first time of coming with my wife, Alicia, I'm been blessed already. Because I sense the spirit of God in this place. I am also sure that I am new. And 98 percent of you here, if not more, I am new to you. But I thank God that we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Because in Christ, we are all one. And so, I'm excited. I'm privileged to be invited to be here in this beautiful place. I thank God for the privilege of having to go out of Dallas, Fort Worth, Metroplex, after more than one year under the spell of the coronavirus pandemic that has crippled all of us and worldwide. Well over 500,000 Americans have died through COVID-19 only We all grieve and continue to pray for the comforting grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, for our brothers and sisters and families who have lost precious beloved family members through this epidemic and pandemic. I must hasten to say that even before the pandemic and ongoing, the whole world, And the church have been going through difficult and various challenges that do test the faith and integrity of believers in Jesus Christ, especially those of us who are in the minority groups in this land. But we thank God that indeed he has been upholding us He has been sustaining us. He has been good to us by his special grace. And we give him glory. We give him adoration for everything that he is doing. In and through every one of us. We are so delighted that he is counting us worthy to be his own children. And he has promised that he will never leave us, nor forsake us. And so day by day, as he gives us the opportunity to live, we must always be thankful. Know that we have a God in heaven, who is greater than anything that we and I may be confronted with from time to time. While we are here today, in view of the purpose of celebrating 25 years of Pastor Joshua, As Zion Hill, the mercy God has laid on my heart for us to consider together briefly is the authentic Christian leader, the authentic Christian leader. And the text, of course, is what I've read, where Jesus, our Lord himself, demonstrated for us what and who an authentic leader is. Jesus Christ himself is the very demonstration and personification personification of an authentic leader because that's the very purpose for which he has come. Jesus, a demonstration, after teaching and demonstrating to us who he was and what he has come to do in this world, he is teaching us in a very serious and demonstrative way what an authentic Christian leader is. Now, Jesus is the very personification of an authentic leader that we all have to look up to as our great example to emulate, and to empower as well as to encourage us. Now, Jesus had been teaching, preaching to masses, leading his disciples, healing, performing miracles for nearly three years, and he knew that his ministry on earth was coming to an end. He had been demonstrating by his life a high class of servant leadership in every way in spite of his being the very God and the very man to accomplish the purpose of God the Father for him as the perfect sacrifice for the sin of the world. Your sin and my sin. And now he, Jesus, intentionally and purposefully sat down as disciples to really teach and demonstrate to them in a very concrete way that they and his will be disciples or to be in terms of christian leadership what did he do what did jesus do to demonstrate this we had it read in the scriptures he sat them down and washed stooped down to wash his own disciples feet a demonstration of humility, a demonstration of a servant. We can clearly see it there. Verses three to five. It's raised after he poured water into basin and began to wash his disciples' feet and wipe. Then, with his own tower, we can see what he has done there. What he has done here is the cross of authentic Christian leader, demonstrating and bow down to wash his own. Followers and disciples' feet. And by the way, that's the same thing he did. When he gathered his disciples together, observing the Lord's Supper, he was the one who served them, all the 12 of them. In verses 6 to 9, this is very important. Peter initially objected to letting Jesus wash his feet because it was absurd to him that his own master, his own leader, would so humble himself to do that, that kind of task, to wash his feet and disciples' feet. He objected. And what was Jesus' response? He said, if you do not let me wash your feet, you are not part of me. That is significant. Because Jesus knew what he was doing, teaching us what it really means to be a leader in a biblical, Christian, godly way. We are not talking about the world now. We are not talking about the secular world. We are talking about biblical understanding of who or what an authentic Christian leader is. That is the lesson Jesus is telling us here. Humility. Service. That means that they will be disciples of Jesus, you and I. We need to say leadership. From stooping low and washing one another's feet. Jesus made that clear in verses 12 to 17. Here is the clarity of it all. Powerful lesson demonstrated for us by the Master Jesus, who, as to who and how. An authentic Christian leader ought to be and do in humility, in sincerity, in service, washing one another's feet. Hear what Apostle Paul said about this Jesus in Philippians uh, chapter 2, I was fascinated by that, and I believe you all know that as well. This is talking about Jesus now, just to draw the lesson home. He said, If therefore be any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit fulfill you, my John, that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let him nothing let nothing be done. Through strife and vainglory, glory. But in lowliness of mind. Let each one. Esteem. Other. Better than themselves. Look not every man. On his own things. But every man also. On the things of others. Let this mind. Be in you. Which was also. In Christ Jesus. Who. Being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and put and took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man and being found in fashion as A man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death on the cross. Wherefore, God also have highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue... Should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That is Jesus who you and I are serving. He is our Lord, He is our Master, He is our boss. But see what He did the way that he has demonstrated who, as our leader, should conduct and comport ourselves through servant leadership. And so, to make it clear, what is the definition of Christian leadership? Unlike the boss attitude and practice of secular world, Leadership, Christian leadership as we see in Jesus is humbly serving others in the attitude and the name of Jesus Christ because that is where real greatness lies. That's what Jesus said in the wash of his disciples said. He said, "If I, being your master, have done this to you, go and do likewise, washing one another's feet." And that's what Apostle Paul said to us here. Why Jesus has been highly exalted above all other names in heaven and on earth. And we give God Almighty the glory. Are you a leader? How do you come? Your life by being bossy? Who is a Christian leader? Every one of us who belongs to Christ, Jesus, is a Christian leader. Man and woman, boy and girl. Every one of us, we are a leader in our own way, irrespective of who we are. Why? Every one of us, we are called to service under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Admittedly, at various levels and categories, but nonetheless, Every one of us is a leader, and we must have leadership from Jesus' perspective, the kind of leadership demonstration that He has given to us in this text as He was handing his ministry here on earth. This is a call to humility. A call to servanthood so that we will be like Jesus, who is our leader, the one who came to die and pay the price for our sin. Specifically, for us Christians, leadership is servant leadership. Doing so in humility, all to the glory of God Almighty. As I have come here today, I thank God laying this text on my heart. Since I came to know Pastor Joshua, he has been a demonstration. Of servant leader, I knew him nearly forty-one years ago, when he came about one thirty a.m. to pick me and my wife at the airport with Brother Curtis, and we were talking. I could still see the same old Joshua very humble, very respectful with all the academic credentials and all things that God is using him for. When he contacted me at some three weeks ago, I asked him, Are you still playing music? Are you still practicing law? And he said, by the grace of God, he still does all that. Can you imagine someone? I don't have to ask that question. Is your pastor right? I saw the whole church there when we were coming. And I saw this one, that God and you we are able to build for God. He's a pastor, your pastor. He's is an attorney, right? Oh, you don't know that? And he's dean, associate professor in a college. And when you see him, when you talk to him, you know him. He is humble. Living the kind of life that Jesus lived and commissions us to be living. That is servant leadership, authentic Christian leadership. It's not surprising that he is still here after twenty five years. I was to make a reference to the average tenor of a pastor. But my brother, who came here introducing a while ago, said three to six years. When I was in college, it was one and a half years to three years. But it's much better now. Now, compare that to 25 years of service. Pastor Joshua, humbly serving you, just like Jesus Christ has called us to serve. We are so thankful for his life, to, uh, thankful to God for his life and his family, beautiful wife Elizabeth and all the, other, all the other children in their respective stations of life. And we thank God how he has been using him among you advancing the kingdom of God here and now. We are so much indebted to him and my wife and I are so privileged to have been invited to be a part of you celebrating him today. To God Almighty be the glory. We thank God for what he is doing, but he couldn't have done it without your cooperation. We thank God for you all, and may God continue to bless you and increase you in every way. All to the glory and honor of his holy name. Thank you for letting us come, and may God continue to reach out to you taking care of you no matter what we go through on this side of eternity we are God's children and we are headed forever and it will always be well with us let us pray our mighty God we thank you thank you for the privilege of being together here today we thank you mighty God for 25 years of faithful service our ministry of your son, Joshua Dara. We thank you, Lord God, for holding him in your hand over these years. Thank you, God, for the wealth of resources and opportunities that you have deposited in him, that he is using to advance your mighty name in this place. We thank you, God, for this congregation. Thank you, mighty God, that they have been working together In the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And thank you, God, for where you have brought them. Lord, we pray, mighty God, that you're going to lead and guide them into the future. Because you know that in your name, by your power, the future will even be greater. Going to bless them and enrich them in every way. May your face continue to to shine upon them. And may it be well with them. You know every one of them, oh God. You know what they are going through. But you are our powerful God, who has the power to overcome all our challenges of life. Thank you, Mighty God. That in Your name, we will always be victorious, because our promise now to leave us not forsake us may it be well with every one of them, may it be well with their soul, may it be well with their spirit. We thank you. We adore you. May they march on, on to greater things ahead. Because we know that you are with them. We honor you. We adore you. We worship you. We bless you. In the matchless name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you.
7: Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. We just want to say thank you, Lord. Because without God, we can do absolutely nothing. And I want to say thank you to all of you. In spite of all the COVID-19, you are here to rejoice with us. We are very, very grateful.
4: Thank you. God bless you. God keep you. God protect you. It's my prayer to you and your family. Thank you so much. And God bless you all. Amen? Yeah.
7: <laughs> Will you help me say thank you to our speaker one more time? Dr. Johnson. my. And it it's lovely wild.